Hello everyone and welcome to season three of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie and I want to thank you guys for coming back. Um, I really appreciate all of the support and the comments I've gotten and the, the some of the emails. Unfortunately, some of them have not come through and I'll explain everything here in a minute of what the fuck's been going on. But uh, thank you for hanging in there with me through everything Why I had to take a couple... Uh, month break. Uh, everything's kind of been, I don't even know how to explain everything, but, um, yeah, everything's been kind of fucking crazy, way more than normal. So I've been, um, really dealing with a lot of things and got into quite a bit of a rut, um, a slump, whatever you want to call it, but it was pretty rough for a while. I've dug myself out and I'm back. I am ready to not leave you guys again, unless it's a legit scheduled break. Um, I don't even know how to begin, honestly, guys. Uh, I'm just going to take care of a little housekeeping before we dive into the episode. Everything in my life has been just flip-flopped and any kind of curveball that could ever be was thrown in these past couple months. Uh, work has been incredibly stressful. I've been working pretty much seven days a week, 60, 70 hours. Um, I had 80 hours a couple weeks ago. Everything's been crazy. Um, as you guys know, I run a store. I am, I'm the manager of a retail store and not only do I have to deal with the energy from customers that they bring in and how they act and how it affects us, but I have to deal with my team, which normally is fucking great. However, keep in mind that changing energy and changing people in and out is not good for our souls all the time. I'm not saying it's always bad, but retail has a big turnover. No matter where you are, retail has a huge turnover. Number one, retail doesn't pay a whole lot. Number two, Retail is not for everybody. It is fucking hard. You have to deal with customers. You have to deal with people treating you like shit for things you cannot fucking change or control for that matter. In retail, you have to have thick skin because you're going to get called names. You're going to get treated like shit. Like I've told you guys, I've, I've been assaulted by a customer twice. Same one. Well, and his wife, I guess, so technically three times. But it's a lot. And some people can't handle it. And I go through the interview process with them. And I think they're going to be really great. And then they get in and they deal with this, you know, the first issue with asshole customers or being treated like shit or whatever it may be. And they can't handle it. And that's fine. That's okay. Because like I said, it's not for everybody, but that creates a very high turnover rate where I am constantly trying to find somebody to fill that void, get them trained, try to adjust to the energy that they brought to our environment and then someone else will leave or they will leave or something like that. So it's just been a giant fucking roller coaster of that. Back at the end of May, everything kind of went haywire with people um, changing out positions and things altering and things we were changing at the store, policies, just random things. So everything just became very overwhelming. And I... <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't take my own advice. Um, the things I tell you... The things that I 
you know, to say that we need to do and make sure we're doing, I didn't do any of that. And that's got me into a rut and it got me where I was spending all of my time at work. Um, I would come home from work, I would lay down and take a nap, well, I'd eat and then lay down and take a nap and then just be up for a couple hours and go back to bed and do it all again the next day. And day after day after day with no days off, it just kind of gets to your soul and I, I love my job, I do. I'm gonna stop ranting here in a minute, guys. I promise I'm gonna go with the episode. I really truly love my job, but I give all of myself to my job and I have to stop doing that. I have to start saving more for myself. I have to start filling my own cup up before I fill up the cup of my work and my my coworkers, my employees, my team, my community. I've got to start filling myself up and that's what I'm doing. So I have paired with my assistant manager and I'm going to start taking at least a whole day off and possibly two days, if not at least a day and a half. I'm going to start having that um, consistency in my life of having my days off. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the time I need. I'm going to stop letting everyone else kind of and take over and, and influence me to do all the things that are not in my best interest at all times. So, with that said, we will go back to Sundays having new episodes on Sunday afternoon slash Sunday evening and I'm just really super excited to be coming into um, the new seasons of everything going on. We are uh, coming into Maven and Salwyn is right around the corner. I'm so fucking happy. It legit creepy season is in full swing and it got me happier. So, let me tell you guys a couple things of how I got back to me. Uh, Zach, if you guys are in the group, Zach was in the store one morning and we had a conversation and he was telling me how he was in a rut and just kind of not feeling it and everything and I was so quick to offer suggestions on how to get back, you know, how to get back to yourself and how to get back on track and I had to stop myself before I said it because I'm like, you fucking hypocritical bitch. You're literally telling him what he needs to do, should do, etc. when you're not doing it. You're literally living in your fucking head. So, thankfully, I took that as a moment to be like, fuck, I really need some clarity. I need to find my shit again. So, I used meditation. I did affirmations. I reached for my tarot cards, which I hadn't touched since fucking May, of all things. And spell work, obviously. Um, you guys know I, I love a good, you know, talisman to, to get me going, keep me on, on track, and to really just drive my fucking energy. So, I turned to my craft to get me back into my craft. And I hope that makes sense, but we're going to talk about some other ways in this episode because this episode is all about checking your energy, making sure that you're in check with yourself, making sure that you're doing okay pretty much. Um, there's a lot going on right now, so life's kind of crazy, and yeah, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk about our energy, y'all. Welcome to season three. So fucking happy to be back. You guys have no idea what this is just fucking amazing.
So, the big question, have you checked your energy lately? Because if you haven't, my guess is going to be there's some there's some things going on in there. Which, honestly, this world is so fucked up right now. It's a literal fucking shit show. And we should all probably be fucked up, honestly. Um, I promise you guys from day one, I'm not going to get political. And I'm not. I will just say that no matter um, where you're at politically, where you're at with your spiritual slash religious or non-religious beliefs, you know that the world is gray. It is not black and white. There's so much fucking gray in this world that pretty much nothing can just be clear cut one way or the other. It's pretty much impossible. Uh, I don't even understand how people can just let themselves get so carried away with things and, and just go on defending things that clearly make no fucking sense to a normal sane person and that's on both sides that is not just one or the other it's both we all have seen some fucked up shit going on this, this last year especially if you're in america you know that we have become pretty much the laughing stock of the of the earth um many other countries are laughing at us and kind of um just wondering what the fuck's going on. I mean, it's pretty bad when other countries are like, hey, are you guys okay? Like, you know, uh, blink twice if you're not okay or if you need help. And we're all fucking blinking like fucking crazy because it's a shit show. And without going into details, and like I said, everything's gray. So when Roe v. Wade was overturned, no matter what side of it you're on, you have to admit that there's gray. And these total bans that are going on it's just heartbreaking and wrenching, and it's going to be rough. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stop it there with all of that because I don't want to get, I promise you guys I would never do polar, you know, get into the whole political shit. I'm not. I just want to say that the world is gray, and we can never just be black and white. It can never just be one or the other. Everything's fucked. So, with that said, we have to remember that we cannot fill others' cups if ours if we're taking so much out of ours. I know I just fucked up the whole analogy, but you guys know what I mean. Metaphor. <laughs> I was just very I'm really excited and really flustered at the same time because I spent so many months living in my fucking head instead of getting off my ass and getting my life back. My energy was zapped from everything happening and I just let it fucking go. Not just stuff with work, but all the stuff with the world, like I was telling you guys. And it's not just the political shit. There's a lot of stuff happening. The climate is changing, whether people believe it or not. I don't like the term global warming because it really is kind of, like, makes it sound like everything's getting hot. But in some places it is. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, the climate's changing. Earth is changing. Everything is changing. Even the air. My allergies, literally, guys, it's been like two years now with this fucking serious, legit allergy stuff happening. 
severe sinuses. I've been carrying it forever. Literally, for fucking, um, we're at like almost two years now that I've been having this happen, and I can't get rid of it. It's still going on. My throat gets dry and scratchy. My allergies and the migraines have been fucking insane. But I watched a news report where they were talking about how the weather has been so fucked up and the alters, alter, alters, Jesus. The changes in everything has literally made people have the worst fucking migraines ever or more frequent migraines than what they're used to. I ended up taking uh, a weekend off last month because my body was just like, I have to. I took the weekend off. And I was sick from Friday all the way until I went back to work Monday. Like, I was still sick Monday when I went back and into Tuesday. Started off with the worst fucking migraine I had in probably my entire life. Even with my eyes closed and sunglasses on, it was still too dark. I had to literally put my sunglasses on in the house and a fucking, like, cloth on my head and a blanket over my face. And still try to block out any light from anywhere because it was just so bright and I, there were no lights on in the house none and it was still too dark that led me to get so sick or so much like pain with my head that I literally vomited I had to run out my front door because I wasn't going to make it to the bathroom so I just ran out the front door everywhere off my porch I mean just ugh, it was horrible and that lasted for several days and it keeps happening. So, like, my one chance to actually have a couple days off was ruined, obviously, because I was sick. But the point is, this keeps happening because the world is changing. My body is trying to tell me something is up. Our energy is kind of like a, like a built-in warning system for us. We can tell when, if we listen to it and we pay attention to our bodies and our energy, we can tell when things are going to change. We can tell when something's about to fucking happen. It's all part of our intuition and actually listening to our bodies. The problem we have the most is that we don't believe in ourselves. We don't listen to ourselves. I am fucking guilty of that so much. I can literally get here and preach every fucking week about everything and to tell you guys this, this, and this, what you need to do to feel great and feel better and all this stuff. And I'm still going to fuck it up myself because I don't listen to myself. So I'm a fucking hypocrite. I know. Sorry, but I'm working on it. With that said... There's so much shit going on in the world, and it's just very fucked up, and it's all coming down, and it's really throwing a wrench in everyone's energy, and if you haven't noticed it yet, maybe you just haven't taken the moment to acknowledge it, or maybe you just don't want to accept it. I was there. You can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. That was me. I just didn't want to accept that things were changing, and they were fucked up, and everything was all fucking awry, but we're here. We're fixing it now, so... I want to make sure you guys are not going through some shit. And I want to make sure everybody's doing good. Because we're getting ready to go into some even fucking harder times coming up. So, I did plan to do a episode a while back. An episode a while back on um, CERN and the Large Hedron Collider. A.K.A. the God Particle. That obviously didn't happen. Um, I had some other things come up. I do want to do a full episode on that with Travis here very soon. We might try to do that next week as like an extra and still do a regular. But he knows a lot about that stuff. He's been following physics and space and universe and all of those things for many, 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 many fucking years. A lot of people were scared about CERN turning back on. And I get it. I do. 
but it's not something new. They've been doing this for a long time. 10 years ago is when they found, um, AKA God particle, which I don't like to call them. You know what the point is. They started doing this about 10 years ago when they first started it up. You guys know what started happening about 10 years ago, what people started noticing. Mandela effects started coming up everywhere, all over the place. Never really heard of Mandela effects that much back in like the 90s. I honestly don't, I didn't pay attention. Maybe there were, but not near as many. So what some people have theorized is that when they turned this on 10 years ago, it created some parallel universe where certain things were a certain way on that plane or whatever in that universe. And our universes are crossing over and that's why we have all these Mandela effects happening. So it's really cool. Um, I actually, thinking back on it, like really blows my fucking mind and I really want to go into more depth with that. So we'll do, we'll do that next weekend. Um, even if we just do it as a bonus episode, like a mini one, I really want Travis to come on and talk to you guys and, and explain a lot of it to you. I'm going to screw it all up if I try to explain it, but it's really fucking cool. It really is awesome. And it really is going to make you think. So that could have a lot to do with our energy being off as well. Is like I said, it was 10 years ago started, but they, they fired it back up here recently. So you know that that's going to have some impact on us, whether we believe it or not, or you could be the kind of person who is like me, who literally just gets yourself in that fucking zone thinking that way because you thought of something and you're like, oh my God, is this this? And you go on and you literally make yourself believe it because that's just who we are as people. And that's okay because I'm that way. I know a lot of people that way too. It's great. <laughs> but that's not the only thing going on. CERN is not the only thing that's going on right now. Uh, on one of the last episodes that I did back in May, we were talking about retrograde and Mercury was just getting ready to go to metrograde at the time. Metrograde? Retrograde. At the time, we were preparing ourselves, we were dealing with it, we were trying to hold through. Well, you guys, we are, um, we're in there again. Right now, we currently have five fucking planets in retrograde. Five. Five. Like, I'm not even fucking joking. So, Jupiter is in retrograde from July 28th to November 23rd. Saturn is in retrograde from June 4th to October 23rd. Uranus is in retrograde from August 24th to January 23rd of 2023. Neptune is in retrograde from uh, June 28th to December 4th. And Pluto is from April 29th to October 8th. Mercury is getting ready to go into retrograde on next Saturday the 10th which will legit make us have six fucking planets in retrograde at the same time. No wonder our fucking energy is all out of whack right now with five, and now we're going to throw a fucking sixth in there. We're all going to have problems. Sky's meowing. She wants out of the pot lab. There she goes. Sorry about that, you guys. know she's like the queen bee in this house, so... Time out real quick. I gotta go off on a tangent and tell you guys. So my cat, you guys know, she's like literally up my ass all the time. And 
has to be like me and do what I want. Well, today I was eating a cream cheese bagel, or a bagel, blueberry bagel, fuck me. A blueberry bagel. And I got some new cream cheese. Oh my God, you guys, it's fucking fire. It is honey pecan cream cheese. Oh my fucking God, is it so good, especially in a blueberry bagel. So I brought it into the family room, and she has to literally have everything I have. This this cat fucking loves, like, cheese, like, breadstick dipping cheese or any kind of cheese. Like, she's on it. So she sees my plate there, and she starts licking the cream cheese off my fucking bagel. So Travis went and got her her own little plate of cream cheese, and that's how fucking spoiled she is. So, yeah. Anyway. Because we have all these fucking plans in retrograde. No wonder our fucking energy is off and we're feeling all kinds of off-center and fucked up. And maybe you don't notice it yet. Maybe you don't realize how off you really are until you stop and, and something makes you open your eyes and see how fucking off you are and how things are so jacked up. Sorry if I'm breathing really deep. Like, I'm having <coughs> issues with my sinuses still and they're just really jacked up, but... Back to retrograde being a whole shit show. Uh, Mercury goes in next Saturday, the 10th. If you're listening to this after that, then you're probably in the middle of it. And I'm really sorry. Because it's going to get a lot more fucked up. As a reminder, a few things that we should try to not do during retrograde. Most importantly is make any rash decisions without thinking it through fully. Now, I am the queen of, oh my god, I want this, I want it now, let's do it right now, I don't have patience, I'm not waiting, let's do it. That is why I don't go to salons to get my hair done, because when I want to cut it, or color it, or whatever, I want it done right fucking now. I don't want to wait and make an appointment, I don't want to drive anywhere and ask them to do a consultation and all those things that normal people do. I want it done now, so I'm going to go, I'm going to get the stuff. I'm going to do it myself, and I'm going to fucking destroy my hair. So, this is the perfect time to not do these things. Um, as I'm telling you not to do it, I'm probably going to go ahead and do it myself, because that's just the type of person I am. I can't help it. I will tell you that's a bad idea. I will tell you we should wait, because, you know, it's first short grade, and it's, it's not going to be good, and then go on and just fucking do it, because, yeah, that, that's just who I am. It's fine. But... It really is, um, I do try to take extra time, especially during retrogrades, to make sure that I'm not jumping into anything too fast, I'm not, you know, making anything rash, harsh, flipping out. My biggest thing was I, for a little context here, in the beginning I was talking about hiring people and all that so when I do an interview with someone the first thing I tell them at the store is we don't do drama we're not in high school we don't need that kind of shit we're not doing it I also try to read their energy to see if they're going to be compatible with all of us it's just you know important to make sure you're going to mesh well with people they could be an excellent worker they could be the best fucking person they could have all the experience in the world but if they're not going to mesh well with your people if they're not going to understand your style, your, the way you are, or appreciate you or respect you, then they're not going to work out. And it's not me being hypocritical or, um, what's the fucking word, like discriminating against anybody. 
I just have to have people who are going to go well with my team because it's not fair for me to onboard somebody who is going to not be great for my team and have all the rest of my team quit and keep that one person. It's just not how it works. But during retrograde, I one time <laughs> was just very, very like, okay, yeah, this person's great. Let me just go ahead and hire them. Did not interview anyone else and not think about it, did not try to read their energy, I seen somebody in there, and I fucked up, and it was bad, they lasted like a week, and they left, and it fucked us all up, because they were just horrible to everybody, and it was a nightmare, so I'm awesome, so I have learned during retrograde that we need to pause and take a moment, and just shut the fuck up, and observe everything, try to figure out what's happening, and make sure that we are fully thinking through things before we dive in, it's uh, only going to end the bad if you don't. With all the retrogrades going on, we also are coming up into Maven, which I am super excited about. I know that I missed uh, several fucking holidays and everything, but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's been, trust me guys, I really, really did miss. Um, talking to you guys and being here and I didn't even celebrate Lanasta because I was just in my fucking zone that's my mom's birthday August 1st and I always know that that's coming up and make a big deal out of it because it's the start to me like pre-gaming for spooky season pre-gaming for that one and that is the time where I'm like all right I'm getting my shit together I am you know, I'm thankful for all the shit that I've got. Now I'm getting ready to prepare for all this other shit. Went to hell. All the way down. So, I am really excited about celebrating Maven. Or some people just call it Fall Equinox. Whatever you choose. We've talked about this. I don't expect you to call everything the same as I do. But, it is what it is. Also, you guys. Mercury's retrograde starts on the harvest moon, the full harvest moon. I'm so fucking excited because it's going to be beautiful. Harvest moons are like my absolute fucking favorite. But the energy that the harvest moon brings to one person could be different for another. It just honestly depends on how you and your personal chemistry react with them. It's kind of like how when a perfume smells really good in the bottle, but you put it on you and you're like, what the fuck is this? Our natural chemistry reacts different with different things. So, same happens when our energies are around. That's why we can literally be somewhere and have like one of our friends be like, oh my god, you need to meet this other person. You know, they are literally exactly like you. And you meet them and you guys clash like fucking hell. Because you may have the exact same interests and be into the same things and maybe even have literally the same fucking outlook on everything but your energies your personal fucking energies can still clash this is something that you may not realize is happening until it's too late and you guys have you know just given up not given a chance and you don't have to give it a chance to be honest you can literally do whatever the fuck you want because it's you it's your body your energy your choices and if anything makes you feel off then you need to be the one to decide why you fell off and if it's worth fixing or addressing or whatever. So, that's the deal with me for the harvest moon. My energy is way different than some others. Some people have really 
rough times during Harvest Moon. Energy is just not there for them. It's a whole different feel. For me, it is love. It is romance. It is everything fucking amazing. It's like a fucking drug to me. Literally. This time of year, as we start to enter Maven and Samhain, it's honestly like Lenasta just fucking sets it all off for me. And then these next few months are just fucking explosive romance and love and excitement and that euphoric feeling of being a fucking first time in love all over again. And it all just comes flying back. And I know in my heart that's because it's when I first started um, falling in love with Travis and we spent every fucking waking moment together for the, those couple months in the beginning. Obviously, I mean, we tried to now too, but it just had such an impact on my life and such fucking deep grasp on my heart and my soul that every time around this time of year, I can't let it go. It's just there and it's strong and I fucking love it. I just want it to last forever. That energy, I'm going to try to carry on with me a little more throughout the year. I want to try and harness it and find out what I can do to keep that and take it with me all the time because I love the euphoria. I'm just nicer to people in general. I am full of love and light and peace and everything because it's just like I took fucking ecstasy or something. I just feel so euphoric because the energy that the harvest moon gives me just obviously, I mean, I think it's more than just the harvest moon, but I mean that, that just rages it up even more. But something about the beginning of August just starts slowly bringing in the harvest moon just kind of fucking finalizes or nails it, rages it up, and then Samhain is like the fucking climax of it. It's just fucking indescribable. And you, you guys may have that at different times of year or different things that come along and just make you feel so fucking euphoric like you just took ecstasy or Xanax or whatever it does that makes you, I've never taken ecstasy, I'm just taking like going by what I assume, it obviously is by movies and shit, but it just feels so fucking euphoric and I, I just I feel like a different person and then when we get into, later on into like January, February time of year it's just toast, it's done it's completely gone, and I don't want that this time. I want to try and harness that fucking energy. I want to try and take it with me. I want to try to make it stretch out longer this time and make it really last. I want to make it just kind of go everywhere. I want to harness that energy, I guess. I mean, to get carried away. It's just very exciting. It's one of my favorite fucking times. It's just awesome, and... I love it. Let's go ahead and get my little ad break out of the way because we're going to dive into some real talk shit about energy now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. Okay, so this is not like a paid ad or a sponsorship or anything. I wish, but it's not. Um, I just have to tell you guys before we dive back in. I don't know if you guys follow me on TikTok or um, if you're in the Facebook group or anything, but you guys know I get subscription boxes. I get um, the Mindful Souls, sorry, my brain just lapsed. Mindful Souls, the Mantra Box, which is also like the Seven Chakra Box, and Goddess Provisions, okay? I kind of paused Goddess Provisions because the last couple months have come super late. They've taken fucking forever, like an entire month to get here. I was charged before my next one came. Or for my last one came, I mean. And it's just, was just like same crap and I didn't use it. Most of it was like weird shit, okay? I liked it, but I mean, I just, uh, I was done. I also canceled Tame Wild a while back because they were just trash too. Sorry. No offense to anyway, I love them. I just got boxes that were damaged multiple months in a row and I was just done. But let me tell you guys, okay? If you've seen the video, holy shit. The Witch Casket. It is from the UK, so if you're in America, it does take about two weeks to get here once it ships out. Actually, yeah, because it comes out on like the 15th, and then I got my, I think I got them on like the 29th slash 30th, somewhere in there. Fucking worth it. Literally worth it. It's $46 American dollars. That's tax and shipping and all shit. And the exchange rate that you guys is so fucking worth it because they come with the most badass shit literally more than two of my boxes combined the stuff is great it's all full-size stuff the first one i got was two um it was a, a potion making kit and it had all the herbs you needed for a spell for potion bottles it came with candles it came with two potion bottles a literal metal stick for your potions like to stir them up with it came with a, a metal funnel to put the herbs in it, like literally every fucking thing. And every month it comes with that, like a hard pin, like a, like a pin you might wear in your clothing or jacket, like, you know, um, a pin. So I'm going to put those on my name tag. Either way, the point is, it's fucking badass. If you have a chance, go back in the group, go to my TikTok, watch those fucking videos, check them out. It's like four minutes long. Fucking worth it because it's badass. Hands down, my new favorite box. And not only am I excited for it, but Travis gets so fucking excited when it comes. He's like, oh my god, oh my god. And he looks at it first, and then I, um, the box is open facing him, and then I reach around and grab something. Like, it's like a surprise, you know, like a blind react, I guess. I don't fucking know. Badass. I love it. So cool. If you can spare the $46, please try it out. It is so fucking worth it. It is literally the fucking bomb. Okay? Alright, now back to energy. Checking your energy. You might wonder, how do you check your energy? Everybody's different. There's no blanket policy on how to check your energy. How I check my energy. Alright, and when I talk about energy, I'm, I'm talking mental, physical, and spiritual. Because there's not just one energy. We have one collective energy, but it's made up of at least those three. And if you want to break it down into subcategories, totally fucking, like, we can go for fucking days on that shit. First, my physical energy. I measure my physical energy by whether, if I stood up, if I could do a cartwheel or not. I know that sounds stupid, 
But I've done this since I was a kid. When I was sick, I missed a lot of school. I was in and out of the hospital all the fucking time. Sick all the time. Just poor health as a child, okay? So, I always want to go back to school. I was so tired of staying at home, watching The Price is Right, and Days of Our Lives, and all of that shit. And I just wanted to go back to school. So, after like two or three days of being sick, I would be like, okay, do I feel like doing a cartwheel? Because if I felt like doing a cartwheel, then I'd be fine. I can go back to school the next day. Like, I can make it through school. Not that I'm saying, do I want to do one? Could I physically do one and not make myself feel worse? Now it's a little different. I mean, obviously, if I were to go do one, I would probably hurt myself because my body's not in the same physical shape it was as a child. But it's the whole thought process of, do I feel like I could do a cartwheel right now? If the answer is yes, I was good. I didn't need to stop or pause or rest or fix anything physically. Mentally, could I, and this is, this is like I said, it's different for everybody. For me, I have different things, honestly. It would be, you know, could I solve a very hard puzzle right now? Could I do a crossword puzzle? Could I um, do a really hard math problem? Because I, I love math. I'm fucking weird, I know. Could I do the schedule for work? It's things like that that I know are mentally challenging sometimes because they take more mental energy to do. So if I could do those, if I was in the frame of mind that I could do them and not worry, be worried about it or panic or strike fear in me, then cool. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, I could do it. You know, things like that. Spiritually, do I have it in me to do a card reading? Could I do a tarot reading? If somebody came to me and said, Cassie, I need you to read my card. Something's going on. Do I feel I could accurately do that? These are just ways I measure it and everybody's different. You're going to find your own way to check your energy to have a scale basically on a scale one to ten I mean and I'm not saying that the cartwheel is 100% ten every time or one every time there's obviously some gray area so you're gonna have some in between but it gives you an idea of where you're at what you need to work on you know what I mean um, basically gives you a starting spot because if we don't keep our energy in check, we just shut down. Like I've done for the last couple months. Like Zach was going through. Zach, I hope you're fine. Me putting your shit out there. Sorry. Love you, brother. But honestly, you guys, it's really important, especially with everything going on in the world. And with things that are getting ready to start happening soon. And we're getting into the cold weather. 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 For those. And... Ugh. I know some some countries are getting ready to go into hot weather. We're getting ready to go into cold. I don't know about all of you, but cold weather depresses me. It makes me sad. I know it does for a lot of people. I've not really figured out why. I like around Yule. I love the the spirit of everything. Obviously, we've talked about that. Not to go off on a rant. I'm an atheist, but I still celebrate Christmas for the simple fact of celebrating family and love and all of those things. Um, 
I don't agree with Christopher Columbus. I think he's a fucking piece of shit, but I still celebrate Thanksgiving, not for the horrible atrocities that happened at the time, but to show my thankfulness to my family and the things I'm thankful for in life in general, so on and so forth. Just because you don't believe the, act, the reason that most people celebrate something doesn't mean that you can't. You can celebrate it for your own fucking reasons, keep that in mind. But, back to energy around Yule and Christmas, whatever you want to call it, Hanukkah, I'm honestly, like, I'm open, I don't care what you call it, around the holidays, we'll say that, I just have this warmth inside me that doesn't want the cold in yet, and like I said, January is just fucking downhill, January is my hardest month to get through, it is the most fucking depressing month ever, I don't know why, I fucking hate it so much, um, it really drains my fucking energy on all three fucking levels. Uh, I get so excited like the first day, like, all right, it's a new year. And I start with that new me bullshit, which I know I'm going into the next year being the same fucking wish I was last year. Even though I want to make changes, but I live in my head too much, so I don't actually make them because I live in my head and I live at work and I come home and visit home sometimes, honestly. So... This is the time I am trying to really prepare myself because I know things are getting worse. Not just because the normal time of year changes, but because the fucking world is a fucking dumpster fire right now. So everybody kind of needs to get their energy in check and find ways to, to, to grade your energy, to see where you're at on the scale, to make sure that you are finding ways to bring yourself back out of the slump or keep yourself in check so that, hey, I'm, I didn't do X, Y, and Z last week. I need to get my shit together so I can keep on track. We're going to talk about that. The next part of after you've checked your energy and your scales and, and you got an idea where you're at, how's your toxicity? And look, we all have toxicity. We're all toxic in certain ways, okay? It's not necessarily a horrible thing, okay? Every single one of us has a toxic trait. Everybody in the whole fucking world has a toxic trait. We just may not always know that we have a toxic trait. And if we know we have one, we may not know what the fuck that toxic trait is. I have a few. My mother has um, always had a habit of making me feel like shit for everything. Um, I love her dearly, I really do, but uh, when I lost my job due to COVID and was unemployed for a while, it was constantly, especially after the unemployment money went for me and all the extra to little, it was constantly, Cassie, you need to find a job, you need to find a job so you can have more money, it's unemployment's not paying, blah, blah, blah. I was also able to babysit for my niece quite a bit. She had two kids, so me not working made it where I was able to go and babysit when she needed and do all the things. Well, when I told my mom I got a job, she said, oh, so now you're not going to be able to help babysit very much. Okay, so you want me to have a job or you want me to babysit? Because I can't do both. Or babysit all the time away. I can't do both. But that's, that's the thing. Even though something good can happen to you, she will make you feel like shit for it. I carried that trait with me. I find myself constantly saying things to make people feel bad when they do something that was, and not even necessarily something horrible. I, I, 
I sound like a total fucking cunt when I say it, but if somebody does something bad, and it's not like horrible or anything, but it, it's bad, or something goes wrong, or something happens, I find myself making a bigger deal out of it and making them feel bad, and I don't know why. And then I always have to stop and over fix it if it already came out. I mean, sometimes I just, it's in my head, I didn't say it out loud yet, but that's my toxic trait. I carry on my mother's backhanded, complimental slaps in the face, I guess. I don't even know what to call them, but yeah. I mean, honestly, and I hate that. I hate that I do that, and I try so hard not to, but sometimes it just comes out, and that's one thing I'm really working on. I am really trying to get that part of me in check and to stop being that way. And it's hard. So if I've ever done that to you, please know that I didn't, that I feel horrible about it. I can't say I didn't mean to because that's just who I fucking was. But I feel horrible about it and I'm working on it. So with that said, your toxic trait could be something huge like you're a narcissist asshole. Or it could be something super tiny, like you never put your cart back when you're at the mall or Walmart or whatever. I don't think the mall is shopping carts, but you always leave it out in a parking space or something. That can make, be your toxic trait. You could just be a toxic asshole for that part, you know? Everybody has a toxic trait. Just depends on what it is and if you can see it or not. Because sometimes we can't see our own toxicity, and that's when you need to take a step back. So if you don't know what yours is, take some time to do some soul searching and see what you might do that could be considered as toxic. Even if it's tiny, but something to change that just would make your day feel better in the end. Or just make you that much better of a person, you know? talk about having toxic traits I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad or make you down on yourself I'm just pointing out that 99.99999% of us have a toxic trait and about 70% of us don't realize that we have one or what it is so it's just something to look for in yourself find in yourself and try to work on and it might make life just a little bit better because maybe you don't see it and maybe somebody that you are around daily or that you love notices it and they don't say anything because they're super nice and if you change that a little bit and nine times out of ten is something super tiny and super easy to fix and then you could have just such a happier time okay end of sobby story where are you when when you've done this so we've we've checked our energy we have determined our toxic trait or we're working on it. Where are you mentally, physically, spiritually? Okay. You've checked your stuff. Now it's time to determine where you're at on your path of it. Or just in general, if you're not on a path yet. Or... Before we get into that, actually, I want to mention real quick because somebody had um, made a comment to me about their path and everything. And it's okay not to have a path. It's okay not to know what the fuck you're doing. It's okay to not have a plan. To just be. 
you and do things and go through life doing things that make you happy. You don't have to have a purpose in life. You don't have to have huge fucking goals. You don't have to be married by a certain age, have children by a certain age, and own a nice big fancy house and cars and all those things if you don't want to. So when I say when you're on your path, I meant in your life or for whatever goal you're working on now. If you're even, And when we're talking about goals, you guys, goals don't have to be, okay, I plan to have, you know, X amount of money saved up by this exact date and time and I want to be this place in my career and I want to do this and I want to travel to blah, blah, blah. Your goal can literally be something as much as I want to get up off the couch and go do something by the end of the week. Sorry, it's just on the mic. It could be as simple as I want to interact with three people this week. Or I want to make that phone call that I've been putting off for so long. Just because your goals are smaller doesn't mean that they are any less important because we're all different and we all are living different lives. So don't discredit yourself because you don't have huge goals and big ambitions because you're just not meant to have them right now. You're not in a place where those are important. What's important is you being happy with yourself first. With that said, keeping your energy as check is a huge part of being happy with yourself. Because if you're not happy with you, how do you expect anybody else to be happy with you? If you can't see your worth, why is anyone else going to see it? You know? That's a big part of this, is keeping your energy in check for yourself. So, where are you? Are you stuck living in your head? Do you sit there doing whatever and think about all the things that you want to do or things that you like and not do them? Or are you doing the damn thing? Are you setting goals for yourself that are attainable, that are reasonable, that are realistic, that make you happy? You don't want to do them for somebody else because you're not going to. You're going to struggle, you're going to fight it, you're going to just be in a rut, a slump. You're going to be exactly where I was for the last three months. Four, wow, fuck, almost four months. So, don't, don't live in your head. I know there are times in our lives where living in our head is the best for us. Because if we take those actions that are in our heads is going to break loose so I get that but take the actions that are going to make the positive impacts on your life instead slumps ruts down just whatever you call it everybody calls it something different feeling off they happen they are hard to get out of they are ways that fucking make us feel even more depressed in the end or make things worse. So how do we get out of these, okay? Just force yourself. 
I know that sounds like an asshole thing. That just sounds like, okay, Kelsey, easier said than done. And it is. It's fucking much easier said than done. But let me tell you guys, like I said, the last three, four fucking months I have set living in my fucking head in a fucking rut, not giving a shit about any of the things that I fucking love because I let work take my life over. I let the stress of everyone else's shit, everything else, take over my fucking happiness. And I'm not doing that. I am done. I am getting my fucking life back, my path back, my fucking happiness. I have to fill my cup first. And I'm doing that. And it's very important that you do yours too. Because, you guys, okay. I know I keep on these rants, but... The world is a fucking shit show right now. I can't even express how much of a fucking dumpster fire we live in. And it's getting worse. And on top of that, we have, for the people who do have it coming up, we have the cold fucking weather, which always brings fucking depression. It always brings, I mean, not everybody. Some people love fucking winter. But a lot of people get that fucking depression. Some people don't even notice that they have it. They're smoky. They feel sluggish and they don't know why. This is why. So this is time to get out of it before it starts because like I said guys Mercury goes into retrograde on the 10th and we cannot have six plans for retrograde and not be prepared so you gotta force yourself to get up and do the damn thing do something for yourself it's baby steps you cannot just get up and go right back to your old self and your old life or anything because you're not physically you might be doing it but mentally you're not there spiritually you're probably not there either but you have to force yourself to do something for yourself. Something that makes you happy, that gets you back into the place you want to be. In order to do that and know what to do, you have to find some goal that you want to set. And by that, I don't necessarily mean, again, a long-term goal of, you know, saving $5,000 by Christmas or which is fucking crazy in this economy nobody can but things like that it doesn't have to be something super major it can be as little as I said forcing yourself setting a goal to force yourself to do at least one tarot reading this week or one rune reading for yourself obviously I mean you get yourself work back up but if you want to do it for other people fucking do it for other people maybe you want to read at least one chapter in a book that you bought or something small baby steps first okay baby steps get yourself psyched up to get your life back this is where we start getting our house in order where we're going to start cleaning house okay and i don't just mean cleaning your physical fucking house or your apartment or your space whatever you may have maybe it's just a bedroom i don't mean just that but we'll get to that in a second I mean, literally, no, I don't know why I said fucking literally. <laughs> that is part of it, seriously. When I say get your house in order, clean your house, it has so many fucking meanings. Like, you can put it into perspective of whatever is going on in your life. So, you start with a clean area, obviously, like physically cleaning things. Um, one of the things that I did to get out of my rut was I came in here and I cleaned my altar. 
I forced myself. That was my goal to claim my fucking altar. It was a mess. I had boxes, subscription boxes, or five subscription boxes, literally just sitting on my altar. Which isn't that big to hold them. So, I mean, it's like a couple of ones here, and they're stacked on top of each other, but I had five boxes piled up. So, my goal was to clean my altar, get my boxes organized, and then, or well, moved. Clean my altar and move my boxes. Sorry, let me start over. My goal was to clean my box or clean my altar, move my boxes. Then next thing I know, I'm actually going through my boxes. I'm getting things out. I'm organizing a few more things. Took a few more steps than I had planned. So not only did I meet my goal, but I exceeded it. A few days later, my goal was to finish putting all the empty boxes away because I collect a lot of my boxes. So organizing them, putting them out of the way making sure that they're not falling over. So when I did that, then I started cleaning the um, little stand that I have next to it. And before I knew my whole fucking witch room was clean, which if you hear me say the term pod lab, it's just because that's where I do my podcast also, but it's my witch room. I don't know why I call it that. It needs a better name. I'll call it the craft room. My quote unquote craft room, okay? The whole fucking thing was clean. So it's baby steps, okay? So then I physically cleaned things. It was time to mentally clean my thoughts, okay? I keep saying okay and like and all this. It's fucking weird, but you know what I mean. After I did the physical cleaning, it was time for mental cleaning. I did mentally clean my house, get my house in check. That's where I sat down and all the thoughts that I've been putting on the back burner were out. I was going through them. I was sorting through them. I, (laughs) it's so funny because I kind of imagine like in my head that there's like a whole group of people in there, like in an office with all these fucking filing cabinets. And when I need to know something or I have a thought or whatever, they're like running around mad trying to find the right filing cabinet that everything's in or the right fucking file or was thrown away. Shit, she forgot it. We threw it away. I mean, it's fucking funny. I have problems. I know it's fine. But... (laughs) It's, I, I picture literally opening a filing cabinet and getting this, this thought out that I've been ignoring or putting on the back burner and dealing with it. Or thinking about it and addressing it and processing it and moving on. I, say, I mean, thoughts are different. Sometimes they can have actions that are required for your thoughts. Sometimes it's you just processing a feeling or something you deal with. Tasks are the same way. For me... It's making phone calls. You guys, I go into straight fucking fear and terror when I have to call somebody. Especially if it's like a bill where I need to call me like, hey, I don't get paid until Friday and my bill's due on Thursday. Can I have an extra day? Or I need to make a payment arrangement for an extremely long or large bill or something like that. The fear that enters my body when I have to make a phone call and talk to another live human being is paralyzing. Fucking horrible. I become a different person. I speak in my customer service voice, which is, Hi, my name's Cassie, and I need some assistance with blah, blah, blah. Instead of, hey, my name's Cassie, um, I need some help with blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I just fully shut down. Like, I, by the time I hang up the phone, I don't know who the fuck I was, I was what was said. 
But there were down notes, so I would remember, because I wasn't there. Cassie wasn't there. Fake Cassie was there. Who puts on a front to do the things that real Cassie doesn't want to do. Making a phone call is fucking terrifying. So, so I do it, and I feel so much better afterwards, because nine times out of ten, everything was solvable with that phone call, and it was only a few minutes, and it was done. But I'll put it off, because I just mentally shut down, and I can't do it. So, just do it. Force yourself to do it. Just dial a number and fucking hit it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Whatever your task is that you've been putting off. Spiritually, you gotta find yourself again. We all get lost. Even people who aren't having issues where you're just in a fucking slump for three or four fucking months or whatever. You get lost. We all do. We all forget what we're doing or what our point is. It's like you just go into autopilot for so long and then you're like, fuck, wait, um, what? It's like you just wake up and you have been sleepwalking forever and you all of a sudden wake up and have no idea what's fuck's happening. I mean, same concept. You need to reawaken your spirituality again. And honestly, I can't tell you how to do that. I can tell you how I did it, but I can't tell you how to do it because we're all fucking different. Every one of us has a different attempt or you know process that we go through or whatever it is that gets us out of that but we're also fucking different and have different views and thoughts and beliefs anyway so what I did to find mine back was obviously I first thing I did was I went to crystals I got the crystals that I was drawn to that I needed to help straight to the bra we don't wear a bra you got pockets fuck putting your underwear I don't care put it somewhere or it's going to be close to you. You're going to feel it. Even if it's like a pendant, necklace, whatever you got to do. A bracelet, I don't care. Find a way to, if that's for you anyway. Find a way to incorporate those crystals that work for you. Or oils, if you are an oil person. Put those essential oils that work for you, on you. Do it. Just start there. For me anyway. I'm not saying do it right out. Because like I said, we're all different. But that's why I told myself, just fucking do it. So I came in, I grabbed my tiger's eye because that's really important for me for protection in all ways. Soda light. I love carrying a little thing of soda light in my bra for many reasons. Teamwork is a fucking great one because I can't obviously do everything myself, not just at work, but in life in general. Like with my husband, Trav and I are fucking partners through and through, through everything. So I am always big on soda light. It's great for teamwork it's great for boosting my ambition and my drive and I love it now if you get stale and you start feeling you've been carrying these same crystals for a while and you just feel like nothing anymore cleanse them first and if that doesn't work you still feel like try some different crystals you might have you know I hate to say it, but like become immune to it for a little bit we'll talk about that in another episode got my crystals take a walk which is hard for me to do because I am at work all the time or I get home and I'm so fucking exhausted but my taking a walk was I went obviously I get to work way early way before people and my other employees in the store I walk in my store and I walk through and do like a store walk to check on everything see what needs to be done but I'll take a, a walk first around the store just in my zone sometimes I'll have headphones in or earbuds and just kind of in my zone to to 
get me where I need to be, clear my head, and that helps. And then I'll do my store work I need to do. Go outside. Nature fucking is amazing. I understand some of you may live in places where you just can't go outside. You don't have the option to just go walk around in your yard. That's fine. If you can get to a park, if you can just walk around the block, even whatever works for you. Maybe walking is like, fuck that, I don't want to do walking or going outside. It's cool. You don't have to. You have to find your own way. What I did, though, being outside for some reason fucking changes me. I feel more in tune. Whenever I am feeling like I just need to reconnect, I've said it before, I go barefoot in the grass, and it just helps me reconnect with Mother Earth. I feel more connected. I feel more just calm. And that's another reason why I don't like winter, because it's too fucking cold, and I can't feel the ground is frozen and I don't like it and I just want just earth back I don't feel the earth in my feet I know it's weird but it's my thing and I love it and a lot of people do too meditation guys we've talked about if you can't clear your mind meditate alternate meditation where you think of something happier or a fucking river flowing or whatever it is that gives you peace you can think about that while you meditate. We've, we've, we've talked about that. If you need to go back to the episode, um, it's in there somewhere. I'm so sorry. I don't know the, the name of it. But there's no wrong way to meditate. I don't care what anybody says. There's just no wrong way. Everybody has their own way. And just do what works best for you. Chakras. Guys, we've talked about those. There's an episode in, I think, season one. Maybe it's two. But I'm pretty sure it's one. On unblocking your chakras. And opening them up and finding where how you're blocked and, and whatever the case may be and if you don't refer back to my episode there's plenty of videos on youtube that can help you with that um i mean if you're like just trying to hurry up and find something great options there now for me personally i am not a sun person i like to be outside in the daylight obviously because everybody likes a little sun on them sometimes i like the moon i could just lay out there and stare at the moon all night long She's beautiful, she's strong, she's powerful, she's so full of mysteries, and she just brings me so much peace. I love to stare at the moon and just absorb her daylight. Like, just, there's something about her that's just so fucking mesmerizing. And like I said, on the 10th is the harvest full moon, so she'll be full and bright and shining strong. So, she's going to be like a half full tonight, maybe. We're kind of close. We're between half and three-fourths, but you're still going to get some light from her. You're still going to be able to enjoy that. Maybe you're more of a gold, more of a sun person. Even if you have to open a window and just absorb the sun that way, if you can't get outside. Or just sit in front of the window. Whatever you can do to absorb that, whatever works for you. Like I said, we're all different got to find your best way. But our energy, guys, is about ready to get a lot more out of whack and kind of be attacked, really. Life is coming strong and not in a great way. It is the perfect time to get yourself prepared, get your energy in check, make sure you are doing good. Taking care of you, filling your cup first is the most important because 
I know, I'm going to fuck up the metaphor, I'm really sorry. But you can't fill others' cups from your empty cup. So, take care of you, make yourself a priority, and make sure that you are good. I know for young, or for moms with young kids, sometimes you feel like you have to constantly fill theirs up, and there's nothing left for you. But if you continue to do that and don't take time for yourself, then you're not going to have a cup left to fill at all. Sometimes you have to make yourself the priority and make yourself happy before you worry about everything else. And I'm not saying totally fucking neglect your kids. Obviously, you know, I would never do that. I'm just saying you have to think about yourself and prioritize for yourself sometimes everything's getting ready to be crazy guys so prepare for change prepare for life alterations um as I said the world's getting to be really fucked up and way worse um, than we're already at so we need to be prepared now's the time to make sure whoa fuck me make sure we're prepared make sure we're getting there it's scary out there guys and it's only gonna get worse so please take care of yourselves make sure you're checking your energy regularly that you are doing things to put yourself first from time to time i'm not saying just become you know a total narcissistic asshole where everything's all about you but you need to take time for yourself affirmations these are very important. I talked about that when I was telling you guys about how I got through my shit. Affirmations can make a total fucking 180 change, okay? There are ways to remind us that we are fucking important. We are loved. We are great. We are all the things. Anything. So I'm going to read to you guys one that I read to myself over and over many, many times. And it's really important that you guys find one that works for you. Actually, I have two of them I'm going to share with you. This one is for positive thinking. I now choose thoughts that nourish and support me in a loving and positive way. I'm going to repeat it. I now choose thoughts that nourish and support me in a loving and positive way. Do you repeat that to yourself every morning? Or night before bed whatever you are reminding yourself that you are thinking positive that you are loved that you love yourself you are helping to retrain your brain this one's for well worth I am a loving and beautiful I'm sorry <clears throat> I'm sorry I am loving beautiful creative person and this <clears throat> excuse me it's reflected in my relationships with others. I'm going to say it one more time because I fucked it all up. I am a loving, beautiful, creative person. And this is reflected in my relationships with others. And if you say that to yourself. Over and over. Repeat it in the morning or at night. Whatever. Whenever you do your affirmations. You will start seeing those aspects in your life. It's like when someone buys a blue car and you start seeing that exact, or I'm sorry, new car, and you start seeing that exact kind of car all over the place, maybe different color, but 
you didn't really notice how many people drove that Kia Sonata or whatever, or Ford Flex or whatever maybe. But when someone gets a new car, then you see it everywhere. If someone says, um, you know, I never really see blue cars anywhere. You will start seeing blue cars everywhere. It's because you're making a conscious effort, unconscious most of the time, subconscious, that's what I'm looking for. Sorry, I'm tired, it's late. Uh, you're making that subconscious effort in your brain to look for those and to spot them. They've always been there. He's never paid attention to them. That's the same thing with these affirmations. That's what they do. They subconsciously train your brain to see these things and to make you feel these things because they've always been there. He's never paid attention to them. So find some affirmations that work for you. Check your energy. Make sure you're doing good. Check on your friends. It's going to get rough, guys, but if we go through it together, we'll be good. All right. Um, one last thing I just wanted to say. If you guys have emailed me, I am so, so fucking sorry. I don't know what's going on with my email. I did change the password finally for, like, the fourth time. Uh, my life like is on it now, so... Uh, I will get all the alerts now for data breaches when I need to change my password for some reason. I have LifeLock. I've had it for a while, but I wasn't getting notifications about, like, hacks or whatever that I need to change my password on uh, things that affected my email. Now I have that set up, so we're good. So, if you email me and I didn't get it, I apologize. Please resend thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Next week, um, we will have Travis on for part of it talking about CERN and what they're doing over there with the Large Hadron Collider. And we're going to talk about some really cool, fun stuff and ways that we can up our game as we're coming into that one. And little things you can do every single day to carry on your witchiness. That way you don't get in that rut. So, alright guys, I love you all. Thank you for having, ooh, fuck me, patience and and uh, be in there. It's much appreciated. Bless me. Love you. Bye.